Hello, everybody, and welcome on The Commerce Show. Today, I'm receiving Jean-Christophe Roy, VP Marketing and Partner at Secure Medic. I had a wonderful call with Jean-Christophe. We exchanged a lot about uh, e-commerce marketing. We talk about affiliate marketing. We talk also about call centers because Jean-Christophe has a very strong skill set into uh, call centers. We uh, tried to understand how he's leveraging right now the call center for his e-commerce and what have been the transformation for Secure Medic from a training company to a product company that sells first aid kit and by now an online course platform that uh, he leveraged to sell new products on marketplaces such as Amazon. That was insane. We had so much fun. He's a really good friend of mine. We had a golf game yesterday and, and we prepared that podcast uh, during that, that game. So we had a lot of fun doing it and preparing it and it does deliver really great value for you. Thank you for joining the podcast and don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. I would love to get you as a subscriber on YouTube. I want to continue to grow and deliver you some great value. Our next two guests are already are already confirmed and will be amazing. So be sure to subscribe to don't miss that. Also go on subscribe.thecommerceshow.com. It's our private newsletter where you can join and receive the episode a little bit earlier than everyone else. So be sure to subscribe that also. Thank you so much. And the podcast starts right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome on The Commerce Show. Today, I'm with a good friend of mine, Jean-Christophe Roy from Secure Medic. Hi, Jean-Christophe. Hi, Phil. How are you today? I'm doing very great. What a nice golf play yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, we improve uh, throughout the summer. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> hope so. I hope so. Just starting to learn new, uh, new tricks, and it's uh, always amazing to... Uh, to share a little beer with you on the field. Um, <laughs> Jean-Christophe, uh, at the beginning of your career, you were a student, then you moved to consultant uh, in uh, international business development, and uh, now you're a partner of the business you're working at, uh, Secure Medic. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your professional background and maybe highlight us a few uh, great achievements uh, since the beginning of, of your career? Yeah, well, um, I did a business degree in actually uh, international management at uh, Laval University because, uh, you know, when I was younger, I, I wanted to play in the NHL. But uh, since I'm 5'5", five five, uh, this is a dream of mine that I needed to ditch oh, you, quite early in my career. You look taller than <laughs> this on the, on the camera. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the thing is that, yeah, I, I still had that competitive side. So that's why I decided to go and, uh, and do a business degree. And uh, yeah, well, while I was doing this international management degree, uh, there was a program uh, in uh, w w which was called uh, the uh, Train Missions of uh, Laval University. And th with that program, we were actually 50 students uh, that were chosen to uh, promote uh, Quebec businesses 
all over the world. Actually, we had the three de destinations that year uh, in Mexico, Germany, and Indonesia. And uh, yeah, that, this is something I was really proud of. It's what initiated me to uh, actually international development. So I learned a lot of things about marketing, sales, and uh, international relationships. And yeah, so I did the uh, five weeks trade mission in Mexico. And uh, you'll see why, why I'm telling that. Um, uh, by doing that program, I met a lot of like highly motivated people. And one of them was actually the leader of, uh, of this program. And this is the one who uh, actually um, introduced me to Steve, my, uh, my partner today and uh, nice. the owner and founder of Secure Medic. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. And uh, I, I think you, you learn also a new language through this uh, process in Mexico, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to, le to learn Spanish. Because yep. actually, uh, well, I did some Spanish uh, when I was in high school. And I did the, a course in, uh, at the university in, in Spanish as well. But the thing is that you needed to have a, um, a good level of Spanish to do business in, in Mexico. Like, because uh, I was working in the automotive industry. I was representing a business that were doing like uh, EC board, which is like uh, the electronic components in, in cars. Yep. And the thing is that all the business uh, well, was, was in Spanish. So I was like <laughs> knocking to doors. Like, I don't know... Uh, we, we had some, uh, like, uh, I went to Toyota, uh, Honda, and, and, and many of their suppliers, and, and all the meetings were in Spanish. So, yeah, I had to improve my Spanish uh, by a lot. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. So, so you met uh, during this program, uh, Steve, and you moved to another industry, for what I understood, uh, which is the medical uh, device and care uh, products, right? Yeah, well, the thing is that, uh, well, the, the leader of the train mission program uh, is called Andre, and he, he was actually um, part of the management uh, from the MBA program in, at the Laval University, and Steve, my partner today, uh, was actually doing a, a MBA, and he met Andre, and, and, and just like he, he matched the two of us, actually, and so I did uh, one interview, and uh, we had a good fit, Steve and I. Uh, we both shared the same philosophy, which is like uh, work hard, play hard, and uh, <laughs> And he saw in me someone who was uh, highly motivated and uh, wanted to perform and, and grow in the business industry. So, yeah, Steve, um, well, 25 years ago, uh, he created Securimedic. Uh, at that time, it was, uh, well, SM Secourism, which is like uh, uh, SM Secourism. So, um, yep. so, yeah, he, he, he started that 25 years ago. So, it was a business that, were, uh, that was actually... Uh, uh, giving first aid courses, you know, the CPR and, and all the first aid, so how to do bandages and stuff like that. So the, the courses that uh, business, businesses, they are uh, obligated to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he, he created the company 25 years ago. And 15 years ago, well, uh, he moved the business from that side to uh, distributing medical kits for businesses. Okay. So from a, a, a training business to a product business. So that's that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so so when uh, when I was hired in Secure Medic, we were actually only selling business uh, first aid kits to uh, well businesses in Quebec and uh, a little bit in other provinces, but mainly in the in the province of Quebec. And and just for uh, our listeners, can you explain to us a little bit more what what is Secure Medic today? Uh, what do you offer in terms yeah. of product and in terms of service? Just to put everybody on the same ground to start uh, discussing about your strategies and and everything. Yeah, so for our listeners, you know, well, in Canada, 
there are some regulations regarding uh, businesses. They are, they, they, they are obligated to have a certain amount of medical kits in their business or first aid kits mm -hmm. can call it, or safety kits, if you want to call that. Uh, and, and these medical kits, they, they, they need a certain amount of, 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 of products. So specific, I don't know, like bandages, uh, uh, pliers, scissors, all these kind of stuff like you need to use during emergencies. They are required to have some in their business. So th that was our core business. We, were, we, we actually have a, a call center that we're calling businesses and selling those medical kits to make sure those businesses were compliant with the regulation. So when I, uh, when I, uh, when I was hired in Secure Medical like five years ago, this, this, this was our only uh, product. But, but I mean, they are, they are products for different businesses. So yeah. because they are more hazardous businesses, like, I don't know, like someone in the construction uh, uh, industry is not the same as someone like, I don't know, an accountant. They, they, they don't share the same risk. So yeah, they for are sure. different products, but <laughs> it was mainly medical kits. Okay. That's very interesting. But nowadays, like we have, uh, well, we have expanded. So now we, we, we came back with, uh, with, with how we started the uh, Secure Medic. Oh. Like uh, we, we, we now offer um, first aid courses, but only online so this is something we are really proud of because our mission is is to save lives to help people save lives yep. and the thing is that you need the right tools but you need the knowledge to do so so we are really proud to uh, to, to brought that back so that's that's really interesting so you you move from a, a regular training company to a product company and now you're back with with training but online training that can scale and that can be Ge geographically, uh, geographically, sorry, expandable, uh, and I know you're currently working on that, so that's that's interesting, and maybe we can have a talk about that uh, later. But uh, what what I would like to know is that I know you had to make a switch because at the beginning you were uh, consulting in the business to be uh, able to expand and to grow, so you were more in charge of sales and you know business development, and then you had to switch a little bit for a role from sales more to marketing and to e-commerce, but you never did uh, at that time e-commerce uh, at, at the specific moment of your career. So can you tell us a little bit more about this switch and why uh, you had to do that, that switch to help the company to continue to grow? Yeah, well, uh, this is the reason why I'm here today huh? to talk about e-commerce. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense to talk about that. Um, I just want to touch on first why we decided to move from the courses to, um, to, the, to the, the product side of thing. And, and you'll understand after why we decided to go back with the, the courses after that. Uh, the thing is that um, you have some like um, in Quebec, we have what we call the CNESST. OK, so it's in charge of like all the, the, the it's a occupational safety organization. Mm -hmm. OK, so yep. they are in charge of everything. And the thing is that. Uh, uh, it, it, it was not profitable because they were limiting the number of people we, we could train at the same time. Mm. And we, we had actually only one, one customer, which was the occupational and safety organization. It wasn't the businesses, like, because the, the one who was paying us was the CNESST. Oh. So that's why we decided to move to the product. So we, we, that way we could be uh, autonomous. Okay. So, but at a certain point, we decided to... Um, to, to move our, uh, to, we decided that in order to expand our business, we needed to, to develop new sales channel. 
because we were only selling with our call center in Quebec, doing some phones, and we were only reaching businesses by that way. So we wanted to expand geographically, but also develop new sales channels. So that's why um, I was talking to Steve. I, since I was young, I was like, hey, we need to be online. So we need to have a, a, a website which is, that is, is up to date. Well, at some point, we will need to be on Amazon because Amazon was getting bigger and bigger. And we saw like the growing market of online courses and we decided like, well, we, we need to be online. We, we, we need to, to do something with that because like the market was growing so fast. And Steve and I, we are, we are people that like to learn a lot. So we were following online courses on marketing and, and, and stuff like that. So we were like, hey, we need to, to jump in that market. But the thing is, like you said, I didn't have that knowledge first because I was in charge of the, the call center. Yeah. So um, I told Steve, like, and, and Steve was really fine with that because at that point I wasn't the partner of Steve. It was like, hey, JC, like, we will train you and I will give you the time and the opportunity to train yourself, learn, learn by yourself and, and, and do some mistakes. And so I learned how to create a Shopify, create a online uh, learning platform. Uh, to do uh, how to do Facebook ads, how to do Google AdWords. So I, I did that by myself because it was a need for us to expand the business to learn these new skills. Mm. That's that's really interesting, and and I know that the the online course uh, is is one of your core focus because I think you get some synergies with other products. Uh, but what I've been thinking around, you know, the online courses to be let's say the one of the main pillar of your business well there are a few things i really like about uh, online courses first of all like i'm i'm a consumer of online courses like yep. i watch ted i watch youtube uh, well i took some online courses yep. so first i was i was a fan of online courses but what i like about online courses is that you don't have an inventory, like you don't manage t-shirts or, or stuff in your warehouse. It's like you sell your course. So, so for a business standpoint, it's, it's, it's such a great asset because like you can develop anywhere in the world without any limitation. Okay. So that's why like, uh, was really important for us. But the second thing that was really, really important for us is because since our mission was to save lives, it just made so much sense to, to, to go back to, uh, to first aid training. And uh, so we really wanted to do something, but we didn't know at first how we wanted to do it. And by uh, having online courses, it just opened new opportunities for us. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, and the thing is that we, we knew that there was a gap in the market. Nobody was doing that in our domain. Mm, that's like, interesting. There wasn't any online first aid courses. So it was like a, a blue ocean. Mm. People like they thought that it was impossible to train people on CPR and, and first aid online. But the thing is that like, uh, like Steve, my partner always says like it's, uh, you know, there are so many people that learned how to do the mouth-to-mouth -mouth by watching Baywatch and Pamela Anderson doing mouth-to-mouth uh, <laughs> -mouth on, on, on the beach, you know? Yeah. So, like, if, if so many people, they learn watching a TV show how to do the mouth-to-mouth -mouth and save people's lives, yeah. like, how, how can, can we not do it online by having a first aid course? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so, so that's why you decided to do that. That's, that's really interesting, and and I know that it's the, the the core of your growth actually right now, and that's that's interesting. But uh, 
something people might ask themselves uh, is how you became successful by selling online courses because it, it's something to produce the content. Uh, I see that you're in your new studio right now. Uh, so working on, on the product itself can be, you know, a, a pretty hard thing to do, but not impossible. But to start selling it and and scale a business around it is something different. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you did it and what has been your mistakes around, you know, selling online courses and what have been your biggest success? Oh, yeah, there, there were many mistakes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but Steve allowed yeah. you to but, do uh, it, so that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my first tip would be to, to have an MVP, like an MVP. People, like, they, they want to uh, hire, like, the big production company and pay, like, $50,000 $50, and create, like, the best training possible and the best platform and have a custom thing and stuff. This, this, is, not, this is not what uh, I recommend. Um, I'm a strong proponent of MVP, uh, just-in-time learning, and start with something uh, that responds to need. So we knew, like, because we we do a quick survey, like, and we we did the we did a market analysis that there was a need for. So like, it, this this is the base of any businesses and any product. So we knew there was a need. So like, even I, I don't know, like, um, I would I, I would be like a, a really good hockey player. Like, if there's not a need to to have an online hockey school, like, what's the point? Well, we knew that there was a need for online first aid training. So we decided to create something, and we. We used our iPhones and uh, we, we created something like uh, from the ground up with no like any professional equipment. And, and the second tip I would uh, I would give you is like to to use the software that are, are already out there. So don't create something custom. Don't pay like the the, the 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 don't use a big budget and don't pay a whole lot of money because they are really great software like uh, good SaaS software. We we now use Kajabi. Uh, we use Teachable in the past and stuff like that, but Kajabi is something I really like. We can go back to that later. Yeah. But um, yep. so, so yeah, so, so, so how we, we successfully uh, market the, 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 the product. First, we, we didn't spend a whole lot of money creating the product. So we had a lot of money or energy to spend to, to promote the product because this is the more, most important thing. Even if you have the best product on the market, if you don't market it well, well, it's going to go any well it's not going to move and you're not going to sell any product sell any product so the, our strategy for the course is like first i thought like hey i'm going to do some facebook ads and it's going to sell sell by itself well first mistake yeah <laughs> <laughs> first mistake yeah. the thing is that yeah, yeah i know facebook it, it could it can be good like you you like if you you're pro at that and you're i don't know uh your ads are really great and you you, you can Get a decent return of uh, investment uh, while using Facebook ads, but we uh, we noticed like one of our of our strength in Secure Medic was our call center. Yeah. So we leverage on that. So uh, one of the first course we launched was for uh, the kindergarten industry, you know, and uh, all people working with kids, and and school. So we used our call center, and we called every uh, kindergarten in the province of Quebec. So just to put our product out there. And then we, we did some partnership with association and we just met people that wasn't in, in, in this industry. So we created relationship. And then like after that, 
we were doing some Facebook ads, but the, our message was already out there. So it was like a, a hybrid marketing strategy where, mm. we, yes, we were online since we were an online school, uh, but we had people on uh, on the terrain that that was calling uh, a, a potential customers and, and leads. So this was this is one of the well the, the better idea we had, and uh, it was really uh, yeah it, it worked for us. Yep. And after that, we just created new products from that one, and we explored new markets, so businesses, schools, uh, people in the, the the health industry, stuff like that, okay. and we leverage on that. And uh, yeah, that was our main strategy. Yeah, and you started to talk about it, uh, but since you have a pretty strong skill set in call centers because you had to set up uh, call centers in the past, uh, and uh, and for what I hear is that you've started to to market your product with the, the with a you know outbound sales team. Uh, but how are you able to leverage a sales team, uh, you know, over the phone and leverage your e-commerce at the same time? What are the strategies to to mix those together, and how can you, uh, you know, offer maybe commissions to sales rep, and how does all this mechanic work? Okay, well, um, first, yeah, uh, this is something we we still use by the way our call centers. This is something nice. I think businesses they forget a lot nowadays. Like they are okay, we're in 2021, we got to be on Facebook, uh, Google, and it's it's the only way to market our product. How but many people, people by the way, just that. just for for fun, how many people do you have over the phone eagerly? Oh, uh, right now we have eight people over the phone. Oh, cool. So it's it's a decent sales yeah. team and 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 we want to expand on yeah. that. So yeah the, yeah, the thing is I think people they forget about that. The, what I love about call centers like I mean, there are a few downsides like you need to manage people. Mm -hmm. There's a technical side of, of thing, but the, what I like is when when you are having people over the phone with you, you you control the entire sales cycle. Okay. You're over on the, the phone with them, and you can convert them already on the phone. While if you're doing Facebook ads, like okay, they're they're gonna click on the ad, they're gonna go on your website. I don't know, they receive a phone call, they're no longer on website. You don't control the entire sales cycle. Yeah. Like you can, you can, you can use strategy to to to. Um, I don't know to apply uh, at the different uh, steps of, of the sales cycle mm -hmm. when, when you're online, but it's difficult to control every step of it. But yep. when you're on the phone, like this, this is the best thing. But yeah, there are a few downsides of until uh, the client uh, hang up, <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until the line hang up, and and, and you gotta find people that are good at it and stuff like that. Yeah. But how we did it to, uh, I don't know, to 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 match the online side of thing with the the, the, the I don't know. The more analogical ty uh, type of marketing. Um, well, we use uh, Shopify. Shopify was the, our website was already on Shopify for our products. And the thing on Shopify, they, there's there are some plugins. One is called Sales Rep uh, that allows us to track sales from sales reps. Mm -hmm. So this is one way we, we we were able to track it. And also Shopify, you know, they they have their new POS. Yeah. Uh, which you can create uh, staff accounts. Yep. So we were using Shopify POS. So we, we provided a, an iPad to all of our sales rep. Mm -hmm. And since they were invoicing and billing our customer with their iPad, we were able to track who sold what course to who or who sold what business kit to, to who. So, so for what I understand is that every transactions at Secure Medic pass through Shopify. Even if it's over yeah, the phone, online order, 
So everything is uh, centered at Shopify. So all your data are aggregated under the same platform. So you still have yeah. all the emails of your client, the name, the company. So you have a pretty huge database uh, around that. So that's that's very interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, Shopify, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, you manage a, a, an e-commerce business. Like, yep. Shopify, this is... This is the best. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I recommend Shopify like for ninety percent of of businesses and, and for small and medium businesses like us. I think it's the best software you can use. Like I don't know what's your point of view on that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's lean in me, man. Uh, I I think it it always depends the type of business you run. Uh, but you know if if you're a B two B business, maybe Shopify is not the right fit. But at first, you need to ask yourself. What is my growth plan for the less next, let's say, three years? And uh, will I need some features that aren't uh, into Shopify uh, starting back at like twenty nine ninety nine? And if the answer is yes, maybe you can you can see if another technology can be used. But at the end, as you said to me prior to this call, uh, Shopify allowed you to roll out a new e-commerce for a low, low, low cost. And we're going to be back at it because talking about the low-cost strategy, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the audience uh, would be interested to know how and, and what's your MVP strategy are all about. But yeah, I, I guess Shopify yeah can cover lots of, of, of needs. And in the future, they are rolling so fast out new features that it's almost impossible to, to, to catch up from another software per perspective. I, get, I mean, they are traded uh, on the public market. They are growing very fast. And I think the only competitor Shopify has is Amazon. And that's I, I think it's the only one. And if you can leverage from one side Shopify and you can leverage also Amazon on the other side, and maybe we're going to be talking about it because I know you just joined Amazon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that can propel your your business on, on various markets and your spending to invest in your marketing instead of your development. And, you know, I, I'm selling development. E every day at Novotize, I'm selling development. And I think at a certain point, it does make sense because you need to create value for your user. You need to create a really good uh, user experience on your website. And, you know, that's, that's very important. But at the end, if you cannot convert a sale on your website because you had spent so much money on the design and the sale, the, the website is not selling enough and you, you no longer have budget for marketing, your website won't be seen and it at the end, it, it won't convert. So I, I, I think for the beginning, Shopify for me, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a big yes <laughs> for sure. Uh, but let, let's get back to... Uh, the point when we were talking about Kajabi and your your MVP strategy. So, uh, how have you launched uh, an MVP, uh, so a minimum viable product or a strategy around it uh, that won't break your bank? And what have been the steps to 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 launch a new product, a new course? What what's your your thinking about it? Well, first off. Um well, earlier you, you said, like, JC, you started as a um, as a sales uh, VP, like sales director. I was managing the call center, yeah. so I didn't know anything about like e-commerce and stuff like that. And I feel that 
small and medium businesses like like we are like they can relate to that they're like well i've been managing my business that way for the last 20 years like how can i step into the internet world or e-commerce world and stuff like that and i feel that it's just like by think taking small steps and and learning on youtube forums and stuff like that you can do a lot by yourself and this is my strategy with the mvp i feel it's still important to surround yourself with people that have a lot of knowledge like you are Phil like I mean you help me so much with Amazon with my Shopify and everything like on a day-to-day -day basis but I tried to do the most I can do by myself yeah. so this is my strategy to keep it as low cost as possible and to create an a MVP that that will work it will it be the best thing on the market as possible no like I mean if if I don't know if I I, I use like a, a third-party agency to help me with my Shopify of course, it would have been way better than that. Like, and a, a third party, I don't know, a, a, a video company that would have done all of my uh, my my courses. Like, I, I I don't know, it would have been in 8K and like the best quality possible. But v the thing VR, is, that, would it VR add, add value to my product? <laughs> yeah, would, would it add value to my product? Would would I sell more products? I don't know. So, yeah. so I did it by myself, and I use softwares that were already out there, like Shopify and Kajabi. And these softwares, they are so easy to use. And since they are so popular, there are so many content and, mm -hmm. and training courses on them that you can learn by yourself and take the time. Of course, you need to allow yourself some time to learn and do some mistakes and ask on forums. And, and, and you know, there are some Facebook groups that are so good nowadays and you can ask and people are really willing to help you because it's, it's a community, you know, the e-commerce community is like it's, it's out there and... And it's been my strategy for e-commerce because uh, actually I was always struggling because my uh, my partner, like, he's not the, the biggest fan of the internet because our call center was so good. It was so great. Like, I always needed not to fight against him, but, like, to prove him, like, this is something we could do and we could achieve. Yep. So it was always, like, create the best you can with with, with the, yeah, the lowest cost as possible. That's, that's and amazing. this is this is what we did on Amazon. Maybe you want to touch base on that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about uh, what what was the the thinking. So you launched uh, basically a new brand to allow yourself to enter yeah. into a specific price point and uh, offer something that weren't uh, really popular on Amazon. And now you're experiencing a pretty good success. Can you tell us a little bit more about you know the strategy how around it? Yeah. Well, same strategy as before. We created a small pro a small product, just a test. Like we didn't invest, uh, I don't know, a bunch of money without knowing if it would be good or, or not. So, yeah. well, actually, we 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 worked with you guys uh, at Novatize. Uh Full disclaimer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we worked with Phil, but I mean, um, yeah. So we launched a small product. Yeah. But the thing is that on on, on Amazon, like there were so many first aid kits yeah. in, in the same price range. Yeah. So it was we were like. How we can leverage on that? How how we can generate some sales if all the medical kits are the same, they're cheap, and the, 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 there were already few kits with over thousand uh, thousand reviews. Mm -hmm. It was tough to compete. So, like our courses, we decided to do something completely different than than there was before. So we created a new product, which is the kit and the course. So now for the same price, same price as the top, well, the best seller, which is like twenty four ninety nine. You get our first aid kit, but also a free online first aid training. Mm. So you get more value at the same price. 
So that way we were able to differentiate ourselves and to have something new, like our first eight courses. And, and, and this is, I think, it's always the best strategy when you're small. Like you can compete with price. You can even compete uh, with quality sometimes. So the best way to do uh, business, I think, is do, do something different but, but, and test it out. And, and, and that's something very interesting, the fact that you're leveraging another product to sell a new one. That's that's very interesting. And also, uh, for listeners that don't know, when you sell something on Amazon, you don't have access to the customer data. Of course, you have the first name. If you, if you have to chat with, with the, the client, you need to know what's what's their name. But you, you don't have the email. You Yes, you have the address if you're an FBM, but in your case, you're an FBA. So you don't even see the address of the client. So you can know from which province they are from, but you don't know exactly their, their info. And doing that, the strategy behind it was also to bring someone that uh, know he, he needs a first aid kit, but he also need uh, maybe a training to bring him into your sales funnel. So outside of Amazon, so bringing back the client to your platform and through all your your, your, your sales funnel that are already existing and automated. So that's that's something that uh, came up very interesting. Um, so, so yes. It's so something I need to give you props to, by the way, because like at first I was like, oh, let's create a new product, course and, and, and product. And you told me like, hey, it's going to be amazing because you're going to be able to collect emails, address, info on your customers. I was like, oh, didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's just the beginning for you because I know you're all also selling uh, some course for pets and other things like that. And uh, maybe you can have a partnership with companies that sells a pet supply when you can leverage that and you can do that for a lot of of markets so i guess uh, it's just the beginning for that type of strategy but to bundle yeah. with digital product it's always uh, something good uh, i saw also with other clients that uh most of the time clients to to collect information will provide a warranty or an extra uh an extra something uh such as customer support or things like that to try to get Uh, the info of the client so that's that's very interesting but now let's talk about one of my passion uh you know how i love affiliate marketing and i know it's part yeah. of your strategies so how do you uh involve your customers in your affiliate program well this is something well not fairly new but we uh, we started doing that few months ago uh the thing is when you launch a new product it's difficult to I don't know, to have a good feedback of your customers. And, and if you want to do some affiliate marketing, well, you want a people that, that trust your products, that yeah. like your products. So the thing is for first aid courses, um, well, you need to be evaluated at the, at the end. So you, you, you need to do an exam and, and validate that all your maneuvers, they're, they're good. So you're able to save someone's lives. So... Uh, So we were actually receiving videos from people and we were, uh, well, actually analyzing the, the, these videos. And something we started asking is uh, to people is like, could, could you do a testimony or uh, about the course? Like, did you like the course? Like, can you send us like a video message like or something like that? And we receive a lot of, of, of those messages. So we were like, okay, people that really like our course. Yeah. And actually, since, since we launched a, uh, our courses over a year ago, 
I actually haven't received yet a bad review of it. So like, it's, I, I'm really happy about that. And, and so we were like, okay, people, they like our product. So let's ask our customers to talk about our product mm -hmm. and be part of, of our sales team. So yeah, we, uh, we have this new program uh, which we, we allow people to, to join our affiliate team. And so they have their affiliate link and they are able to uh, well, give discount to their, uh, their friends and people uh, that they share their life with. Uh, so like if they want to well, follow our course and they, 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 they can save a, a little bit of money. But something I learned about our affiliate team is that people like even if like they join your affiliate team, they won't do the work. Like, I mean, it, it requires some work to do that. So you need to treat it as a, oh. yeah. So you need to treat it as a sales team. So your, your, your sales rep, like, I mean, you need to motivate them, give them the tools, mm. uh, give them everything. So I feel that a lot of businesses, like they have an affiliate program, but it's, a, it's hidden on our, on their website yeah. and they don't do a lot of thing about that. Yeah. Like if you want to create an, an affiliate team, you need to invest in that and, and get involved in it. Like, I don't know, you, many you probably feel you have many customers that do affiliate marketing. Yeah. You, I, I'm pretty sure that, well, the one that succeeded in that department, they, they were investing a lot of energy in that. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, when you're investing into an affiliate strategy, you need to be aware that uh, most of the time people that go to affiliate programs, they already run other affiliate programs for others. So you need to find ways to differentiate differentiate yourself uh, through contests, to uh, uh, ramp share bonification, or you know uh, a pretty good affiliate manager that will reach out and stay in contact. So it's very a relation uh, thing, but it's also at the end something that need to generate the money. So now I I see the affiliate marketing in two two part uh, on the e-commerce. So first part is the ambassadors so the, the the clients that will uh you know talk about your business and your brand which is i think uh the the, the main main point of your affiliate program but there's also affiliate marketing from affiliate professional and that's that's a completely uh whole new story yeah. so th that's that's two different things so the referral program that you you talked about uh, earlier is is very interesting and you need to to find ways to activate people and of course if they did enjoy the product and they will be they will be ready to talk about it and i guess it's it's the, the the key if if you have something in place automated to make sure your clients talk about to other clients because everybody that have same interest or same um i i, I will say uh consciousness about health around themselves they will be ready to talk about it for sure. And and I feel that you, it's important to educate your uh, affiliates. Like for us, our customer base, it's not like uh, people that are professional uh, affiliates, like uh, people that are doing a lot of uh, referrals with Amazon and stuff like that. Our our customer base, like they're not good with technology. Nope. Like for them just to, to do an online course, it's difficult for them. It's not like fluid for them. So we needed to educate them. So how do you register to our affiliate team? Uh, how do you promote your link? How people can use their coupon or their discount? So this is all the stuff that we needed to do because people they weren't good with technology. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's really important. Yeah, and um, wh what has been uh, the best way 
uh, for you to gather information and train yourself at the beginning if if we go back in the history uh, and what would you recommend uh, to someone that would like to start in the e-commerce from the ground up yeah the thing is that w one thing i f i feel that uh well the level university was missing it was Um, well, online marketing, like we, I didn't have any course about that. Even in the, like, even the marketing course they didn't talk about like Facebook, Facebook ads yeah. and stuff like that. So I needed to learn everything by myself. And I feel like your crowd, well, top, top e-commerce e uh, marketers, like they all learn by themselves, but people that, that find them, the, they're themselves in the same situation as I am. Like, well, um, I was on forums, Reddit. Uh, I learned a lot on YouTube. Um, Facebook groups, um, also, well, surround yourself by, uh, with marketers, like people in the same industry, like they're doing some strategies and stuff like that. Uh, also like all of, all of the softwares, like, or even on Facebook, like they all have the documentation. And so if you're on the business, uh, manager on Facebook, like you can read everything and, and learn on all the features and what a ROAS is and what is a click through rate and stuff like that. Yeah. So you all have this documentation. So if you read a lot, you can better understand. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, I think it's the best way. That, well, the, the last tip I would, I would give is to test it out. Like, I mean, it's the base of marketing, A-B testing. So you're testing your product. Like, would it, would it be best if it's a, it's a blue box or a red box? You need to test it out. So... It's the same thing with marketing. Like, yeah, okay, so let's try this Facebook ads versus this Facebook ads, and the, the best one, well, we keep it. So it's, it's always test, test everything out with small budgets and and make mistakes yeah. and learn from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking by the mistakes, uh, it, it's going to be my last question for this podcast. Do you have uh, top of mind uh, a mistake you made and, and that, that you're learned from uh, that you would like to share uh, in your career? Uh, at, at, at today's you know point of view so ha have you had any uh, issues with ads or things that you've st tried to launch and then realize oh shit <laughs> that's that's not a good thing uh, do, you, do you have something in mind well we had a wordpress no uh seriously uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i guess no, uh, we, <laughs> yeah. well uh, two mistakes uh yeah. we made and and we learned from it So, but uh, I can give, uh, I can tell you. So, well, we started the business uh, since since uh, we wanted to be involved in the online uh, industry. Before launching our um, online first aid course, we launched a uh, online learning platform for business individuals. So we were bringing like specialists in every domain. It was called Oris, uh, and uh, we actually fell at that. And and I think we put maybe too much money or uh, stuff like that. And we, we didn't test enough the product and we didn't come up with a, a MVP uh, at a cheaper price. And I think it was, it was the opposite of what I told like before in this podcast, like the, the, the best way of doing things, we didn't respect that. So one big mistake. So yeah. nowadays, like when we want to do project, we always think MVP like small, small, smallest best, and then we can scale it and, and make it better. So one big mistake with that. And the second mistake is that, uh, well, we, we wanted to develop the rest of, uh, well, other provinces in Canada. So uh, we actually created a, bit, uh, a call center in India. Okay. Uh, because one of our suppliers in India. And we thought that, well, uh, marketing products, 
well, across Canada would be the same. Like, it's same to market products in Quebec than, than market products in Ontario and market products in British Columbia, but it's actually not the same. So sometimes, like, when you are doing some ads on Facebook or you're having a call center, think about that because it's not because we're all Canadian or people like, that live in America. Like, I don't know if I would go on Amazon USA. I don't think I, it would. I don't think it would be the best way to do it by just copying what you do in Canada yeah. and 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 think that it's gonna work because like there are some difference between provinces, cities, uh, countries. It, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this this is one b big mistake we learned, and, and and now when we are doing business, uh, well abroad, we're thinking about that and we're adapting our strategy. Hmm. That was very interesting, Jean-Christophe. Thank you so much for being with us today on the commercial. Do you have an ending note or something you want to say? Well, uh, just, uh, well, thank you very much, Phil. I mean, uh, it was nice to talk with you. I mean, I'm not a professional marketer, but I feel that a lot of people can relate with, uh, with Securmatic Story. Ah, thank you so much, Jean-Christophe. Bye-bye. Thank you, Phil.